what is happening now in the world? Why now this whole thing? And uh, what can we do now? Well, these are questions that usually people ask me, my clients, my students, my disciples around the world, and even people who are interested to know more about uh, what's going on. So when I answer these questions, uh, I would have to put things into perspective. People do not like to hear about bad news, it's fine. People want to be more positive, it's fine also. But uh, we have to see the, the reality versus what we want to have and what we want to experience. So in my own understanding, uh, we have uh, social failure that's happening in terms of the economy, in terms of people not working. I know a lot of people who are bankrupt. A lot of SME are not producing well, so they're almost consuming all their savings. And a lot of my clients also are getting sick, not only in terms of COVID-19 and its comorbidity, but they're also sick of uh, being home and, and not working and not having enough luxury as before. They're panicking because they have only three months budget to live and they have consumed a lot of their savings. So there's a lot of people who are really panicking about their future. And uh, I think there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of ambiguity and doesn't know what's going on. A lot of people doesn't, do not know what's going on. And maybe unpredictability is a big part of the problem. And of course, COVID-19 is still lingering around, especially we have now the Delta, we have the Lambda variants, which are more difficult to deal with. So when I talk about social failure, it's compared to uh, the time that we had before a pandemic. So when I look at social failure, it is more of the situation that we have now, which really will uh, become even social collapse. We are almost in the verge of uh, world economy uh, recession, depression, and maybe more uh, social collapse because people will probably be unhappy not having the work, not having the money, not having the freedom to go around, and not having the real entertainment that they used to have traveling and going to the park, uh, exercising more freedom to drive anywhere without the restrictions of quarantine and a lot of uh, the medical, I call it something medical martial law, because there's more restrictions. So based on my experience with clients and students globally, I think uh, we are not really in the new normal. We're starting to have our new worst normal and eventually even a social collapse can, can manifest. So when we observe a lot of the news, uh, it's focused on different items, but when you see the curve that we're going, that trajectory we are having right now, interviewing people, uh, listening to our clients and our customers, listening to complaints of many businesses, we are really in trouble. In as much as we don't want to listen to this uh, crisis or kind of a doomsday scenario, we still have to be realistic that things are happening even against things that we want. So I put people into a practical, realistic situation and what they want to happen is another thing. Want you, want you, what you want to hear is another thing. So we have to be careful on digesting information from the news because news 
are also made of bad news. So we have to balance the good news aspect and the bad news aspect. But as a human being, we have the tendency to worry when things are not going our way, when things are more difficult, uh, we get anxious. And, and so a lot of these uh, conditions are being experienced by many people today, which leads to depression, uh, severe anxiety, and becoming chronic anxiety. And I'm not surprised, this is my kind of uh, forecast, that when humanity's uh, critical mass will have more depression, anxiety, mixed with fear and mixed with anger, there can be a mass psychosis that, hap that will happen when there's a group of people that will be focusing on the negativity of life and then they can you know, serve to left and right depending on their uh, qualities. If they are fearful people and they're already depressed and anxious, they can lead to suicide. Or if they were angry people and they're volatile, they can lead to uh, rebellion or they can lead to, I would say, uh, aggression. And so some people are looking to different ways of solving these. The government is putting vaccine, they're giving bailout and dole out to companies and to the citizens like the United States. But uh, I think the productivity that we used to, to produce the goods that produce the GDP or the, uh, the income of the country are not as, I would say, positive as we want to see. So these are things that might affect our lives. And since we are not solving yet the pandemic the way we want it to be through vaccines, there's still the hopelessness and sometimes helplessness in a way of some people who are waiting for solutions. Now the opportunistic business people and uh, entrepreneurs will see this as chances to get more money by using their own entrepreneurial spirit to design solutions or to, to take the opportunity and chances to make money out of the needs of current panicking humanity. So if you're an entrepreneur in good times, you can still earn money in bad times. An entrepreneur is always they're selling something, designing something to sell or, or uh, creating services to make money out of uh, even chaos and crisis. So it depends on where you're looking at. For people who are uh, executives or employees, uh, I think uh, the question is, what can we do now? The uh, question is, what can we do now? How do we respond to this kind of situation? Well, if you're working right now with the government and you are still employed, then please continue doing that because it's more difficult to be unemployed and uh, get stressed because there's no money to, to budget for many things we want. If you are not employed already and you're waiting for a chance to go back to the marketplace and apply for another job, then you have to equip yourself with new skill sets that are <clears throat> desirable for the new employment. So you have to be employable as, uh, I would say, as much as you could tooling up yourself, equipping yourself with new skill sets that are in demand in the marketplace. So if you are about to finish your MBA or your, your master's degree, then do your best to make a good mark and a good uh, result out of your schooling so that you will be more equipped to compete in the marketplace. because. The formula for success and employability during good times are totally different from the skill sets 
and success formula in bad times. Since we are looking at a more difficult, challenging time with crisis and social failure, we need to think what are the new needs and the new skill sets, the new attitudes that we need during this difficult time. Compared to the skill set that we had when things are fine. You need to investigate that. You need to checklist your skill sets, your attitudes towards uh, a new job or towards a new employer. The elasticity of your patience should be stretched more to be able to stand the pressure of the new job or the new requirement of, uh, of uh, crisis time. And I think you should equip yourself with more willpower. With more willpower, uh, you will be able to weather the storm of the crisis more than most people with no willpower. So one of the things I usually advise my clients and students is equip yourself with more will to be, will to survive, will to succeed. The will to be has to be a part of your principle and your equipping because without the will to be, it's very easy to quit. It's very easy to be in despair. It's very easy to, to I would say, uh, look around in the easy way and sometimes the easy way out is not the best way. Sometimes you go to a more difficult situation but it is more sure decision and that would give you more long-term benefit and advantage rather than an easy way out and an easy way out means sometimes you just choose the easier way jobs and the easier solutions versus the more the right decisions that requires more will to, to go through uh, your, your crisis or your problems. So equip yourself with willpower. That's why in the latest, uh, 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 I would say, uh, development in my course and curriculum design, I had designed uh, willpower development programs that are so necessary today so that you will move away from depression, anxiety, and quitting, and so on. Because when, when your willpower is higher, your vitality is higher, your uh, depression, anxiety, and stress goes down. They are inversely proportional. When your willpower and vitality goes down, your anxiety, your feeling of, depressed, of depression and despair, and uh, your hopelessness will also increase. So when you increase your willpower and stamina, you obliterate and minimize and mitigate some of your threats that you will have during uh, the more difficult times ahead. So willpower is one solution which I usually uh, mentor people and they usually go for my training or they can just buy my video that had uh, recorded some techniques on willpower. Not only your stamina as uh, martial arts or Tai Chi or, or doing Pilates, you have also mental willpower, the ability to focus your mind, the ability to, to be one-pointed in your own goals that you set for yourself, the ability to be emotionally more sturdy, the emotional will which is more endurance, emotional determination, endurance. Toughening up your emotions is so necessary because when people are emotionally sensitive, plus you don't have the will to control your reactions, you will be governed by your emotional reactions rather than proactively solving your crisis or your problem. So you need to toughen up your emotions. You need to desensitize a lot of your sensi sensitivities and sentimentalities because these are your Waterloo in decision-making if you have to make the right decision that are tough and your emotions your weakest link, you're too attached to things that do not work anymore and relationships that do not work, 
then that will hinder you to make the right decisions because your emotional uh, sensitivity and sentimentality will be your waterloo or your, uh, your traps and pitfalls. Another one is to toughen up your stamina because if you succeeded before um, because you work hard, if you need to work harder double time in, during the difficult time because it's required of your new work or your old work, that requires more energy than before. So when there's a new worse normal that will come, hopefully it will not come, but you have to prepare for the worst so that you can hope for the best. So you need to toughen up your emotions. You have to increase the focus of your mind to focus on what you want to do. When you make a decision, you need to support your decision with constancy of aim. Keep on going and keep on going and willing to be and to succeed. And then you have to develop your stamina so that you have energy to support your mind to focus and your emotions to be tougher. And then you need to increase your physical health quotients, meaning if you can escape COVID-19 and its comorbidity because you are using, uh, you know, mouth guards and, and you are not going out anymore, you're quarantining yourself and isolated uh, in, in self-isolation, but you have still your heart condition, you have hypertension, you have diabetes, you have uh, severe obesity, you have thyroid problem, you have uh, insulin resistance, or you have migraines, you need to solve these things as much as you can. Finding help, not only in the medical way, but even in energy medicine or healing sciences or whatever uh, oriental medicine or anything that can solve it. Because now that you're still able to go to the hospital or consult a doctor without fear of going uh, to the emergency room, that's the time that you can solve these things which are suspended because you were only waiting and seeing wait and see approach to how to solve it until COVID uh, can be solved. So do not delay those things because these are the things that will really be a big threat to you. It's not COVID-19 only. Many people who are dying are not always dying of COVID-19. They're dying of heart attack, uh, a stroke. Uh, they're dying of infection that they would have solved when they have diabetes. And they're dying of uh, uh, severe conditions like cancer that were, I would say, delayed to be solved because of the fear of going out to the hospital because of the pandemic. So you need to make a structured, I would say, checklists that you have this sense of urgency in solving things that are urgent and very important first. Do not be reactive in solving urgent but not important things or important things but not urgent. Put your budget, put your emergency fund, put your time, put your talent, put your your ability to will to solve these things that are really, really important that matters most. So your health probably is your greatest threat during a crisis that can linger around for some time. Your health should be taken care of. So if you're older and, and you have advanced your age already in the sense of, of like senior citizens or even midlife, you have more diseases and discomforts than most people who are younger. If you were younger, you can stand still some diseases, but as you grow older, there are more threats to your health than before. It's like when, you are, when you're driving a brand new car, even they are the best brand, you can still drive them and, and jump through humps and so on, they won't get damaged. But if you have a car that's like 15 year old, 20 year old, you are more careful than before because they are easier to get damaged. Same with your bodies. See, 
you, you cannot escape your body. You can escape uh, not being employed and, and uh, not having money, but you cannot escape your own disease because you, you are with it. So take, take uh, you know, charge of your health. So you have to have a self-care strategy. That's a number one list for many people that I've advised. You have to start to have regimen of exercises, breathing, self-healing meditation. You need to hire your life coach or life mentor and your healer to make sure that you augment your medical uh, medication and, and drug therapy with energy medicine or healing science. That is what I propose, which I've been doing to many people, even with even post-COVID. Do not say, oh, I already finished COVID. What if the side effects would have other things you don't, uh, you don't know and it will come back in a different way? Even you're vaccinated, it's still good to have uh, uh, energy healing because it might be good to move away from any side effect or possible rebounds of some symptoms, which happened to many people with COVID-19. So not only protect yourself from COVID-19, but the other diseases that are common to humanity. You know that the top killers of humanity now is not still COVID. It is heart failure, heart disease, number one, with stroke, second, stroke. Third is, uh, uh, I think, the upper respiratory uh, uh, infections. And also uh, we have also Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and senile decay, and then we have cancer and so on. So if you look at the killer uh, diseases and health challenges, it's not till COVID. It's still the one that we have today in most people are older. Heart disease, stroke, and hyper, through hypertension and others. Then we have uh, even today Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and so on. We have cancer. And, and we have a lot of diabetics and their side effects, which is more difficult because you are medicated for life, plus you're always anticipating that you, you know, get wounded and you get amputated, you know, those amputation issues or heart failure, kidney failure, and eye failure for people with diabetes. So a lot of these are subconscious loads and burden of today's uh, humanity. So you need to see what burdens you most if things will be more difficult. Check which are the uh, urgent and important things you need to close or solve today. That is another check. What are the things you can de-invest so that you have more cash flow and liquidity so that even emergency you still have cash to spend and not at the mercy of uh, pawn shopping your property or your house or other things because you don't have liquidity and then you will just lose your property because you cannot uh, pay back the, the mortgage or other things. So you need to put a checklist on things you can do right now when things are still uh, viable in the marketplace. Another thing that I think, <clears throat> because the question really is like, this might be happening, but if you are not doing anything, then you are at the mercy of circumstances. To be forewarned is to be forearmed, as they say. So if you have any, any uh, risk and threats that will be expected to get worse, you need to put those as checklists to solve. Have closures. Even if, if you hate your brother or your sister or your friend and they had betrayed you once, you have to have closures if you can, because you never know if those people are the ones you needed most during difficult times and you're not talking to them. So I would have closures. Be forgiven if you have sin against people, if you have desecrated other lives, you, uh, people's lives, you need to check that you should be forgiven, you should remove that burden in your heart, you should also forgive others who have sinned against you and so on. So be at peace with yourself so that whatever happens, these are not loads that can overload you when you have other things 
that is bothering you or will bother you in the future. So clear your emotional life. Heal your past if you can. Have closures. There are people who are burdened with heart and hypertension and many things because they did not have closures in their emotional life. They have many, many problems that they are not solving. So these are all but comorbidity factors that will trigger you to have other diseases aside from the pandemic conditions. Another thing is always to have a group of people who are able to support you and you're able to support them during crisis. You have to form a group if you don't have any. Or at least get close to people who are going to help you or you're going to help them. So you have to have a group, a resource group, a person who can help you, call somebody. Uh, if you have a support group, it will be more peaceful for you. If you have somebody that you know that will support your, watch your back when you're in trouble. So these are things that are really must do right now, uh, and important and urgent things. You form a resource group or a, even a brainstorming group that will brainstorm difficult things that will come and how do you solve it together. And you help them, they help you, so you help each other. That is very important. Do not be an island and doing everything on your own. Sometimes big things happen, and if you're alone solving the crisis, you will be overwhelmed, you will be paralyzed doing it because it's too big for you alone. But when you can talk to people about your problem, we can, you can listen to their problems, it, it softens a little bit the impact of crisis. So I need you to think of really making this possible to create your resource group, your brainstorming group, your think tank group if you are uh, more an executive and business person, to be able to help each other think for your future, think for crisis management. Think for conflict resolution. Think for solutions that might be helpful in the future when you have crisis and you have bigger problems. So I would do that. And do not mind the critique group. When somebody is criticizing you and you can gain out of it, just listen to it, get what is true and flush out what is not true. But if nobody is critiquing you, sometimes you have blind spots that you don't see because nobody will criticize you because you're always mad. Or you're always reactive when somebody tells you something, even though it's an evaluation. So when people have a, a suggestion to you, look at it as an evaluation rather than criticism so that you will take it more positively. So you have to change something in you that will make your life more positive and you can turn around life, even this difficult, to a new level of understanding about your purpose, your mission, whatever you want to do, you have to put a new definition of that. So another thing is to redefine what gives you more meaning in your life this time. What deepens your uh, mission, if you have a mission? What can you do so that you have a continuous purpose of life that makes, you worth, that makes your life worth living for? What, what kind of interaction do you need with your family now that gives more meaning to your relationship? That will deepen your relationship which you did not pay attention when you were busy in business or in work? What are the new relationships you can establish with your friends or social contacts and acquaintances that are better now with more time to talk to them, with more things to share. And uh, so these are important to do. But equipping yourself with more willpower, I cannot overemphasize. There are techniques to do that. You can survive more in life if you have the will, power and determination and uh, tenacity and persistence to execute what you want to do, especially the right things to do. So don't forget, equip yourself with willpower. You can go to my website, uh, masterdelpe.com, 
and you can see some of those recordings that I did for my students and my clients that developed their willpower faster than normal. And you can do the video or you can enroll in the class. Another thing is you can hire some of our specialists on the heal plan, heal every aspect of life plan, so that you can present your case for free. They can do a self-discovery interview with you and see if they can look at your problem and crisis or any potential crisis in the future and they can help you plan ahead to work against it or put a contingency plan to work against those uh, hindrances or impediments so you can have a plan B or a plan C. For those who are tired of city life, you can also have a rural, um, I would say, life by having a second home where you can establish a plan B where you can run away if things are really getting bad in the city and there's more and more contaminants around you and you cannot handle anymore because you are mystic and you're sensitive and you get affected by everybody's energy and you are in a small space with your relatives and friends and you are a little bit worried about getting contaminated and getting sick then you really be more practical in moving to the province to the rural area where there's safety, where there's more space, where there's more air, where there's more uh, green and leafy vegetables or fruits of the season and spend your life in a more peaceful way than if you have to always to be apprehensive about people sneezing or people like did they wash their hands or not, did they touch the elevator button or not, or did they touch the cart, the push cart in the grocery. So you become a hypochondriac and you have a psychosomatic that you're getting sick, you're getting sick. And then you get sick because you have attracted what you fear most. What you fear most tends to be attracted by you because what you're thinking a lot tends to manifest. So if you have no peace in the rural, uh, urban area, then you have maybe a choice to go rural. If you're an entrepreneur or a business person, you can uh, have the rural entrepreneurship scheme where you will still be in business, but in the rural setting, you can buy new businesses there, you can put new businesses, or you can manage your business at a distance and just place your best man or best woman in the urban setting and then manage them as an oversight at the distance. A lot of my clients, a lot of my students have gone through this process of rural entrepreneurship. We have built a village where you can have your, uh, your co-working space, you can have your apartment, you can have your house, you can have your room, you can have uh, a few hectares of land that you can roam around without using mass because we have fresh air, fresh food, fresh foods, and a lot of like-minded people who are looking for a new life, a new meaning of life that you deserve without having to be punished by quarantine, by the restrictions of medical martial law, or the restrictions whether people have vaccines or not vaccines. You have less mental turmoil because you're not focusing only on defenses or defending yourself and being antagonistic about contaminations from COVID, but you're living your life day to day as if it is the new best normal, not the new worst normal, which is happening maybe, maybe in the cities. So what can you do now? I summarize, you focus a lot on what you can do best. Do not get paralyzed on things that you cannot do because what you cannot do, you cannot do. What you cannot change, you cannot change. But there are many things which you can change for the better, change them as soon as possible. Get a checklist. Do not get paralyzed and do not be shut up by things you cannot do because that's where you're pushing. Go out from the normal uh, stock situation and then analyze your next steps. 
get a specialist, get a coach, get a mentor to give you a refreshing, a refreshing uh, ideas and then look at your life 360 degrees, family life, your work life, your, your health life, your spiritual life, your social life and how you can group them all together into a life path. A life path that you deserve with a new version of the highest version of your new existence by uh, focusing on what you can do best. I always uh, use in my own principles, guiding principles, the statement that God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference of what to change, not to change. So use that one statement and, and contemplate on it, what to change, what not to change, have the courage to, to accept things that you're gonna change, but the serenity to accept the things you can change. So a lot of these things you can be guided and sow now good things so that you can harvest good things. What you sow, you reap. So what do you want to harvest in the future? You need to be planting now. For those with lands, you'll be planting things that you want to eat in the future. You have to be uh, thinking of things you want to be and prepare for it. And of course, you have to take care of your safety because if you have money and sustainability, but you don't have safety, it will not sustain your sustainability. So safety, security, you should be secure, you should be safe, and you have to be sustainable. Then you can really relax and enjoy your life. So these are the things I would like to suggest. So you don't focus on how bad is society now on the social failure and social collapse. Focus on what you can do best now and move away from what you're going to do and have a checklist of this, this uh, very important and urgent things first. You have time to do them. Put a budget to do them and put all your talents to do them and have a group dynamics with people who can help you and you can help them. And of course, align to your divine self and to your soul, to your divinity and to God or to your creator and make sure that you prepare for the worst and hope for the best. So that's my suggestion and hope to see you again in our um, podcast and our, our suggestions will probably be more in our next uh, discussions. Namaskar.